to your book. On this show, we pick pieces of pop culture that were important to us in a given year. We then discuss memories and dig into those movies, albums, shows, and always more. I'm Brad. I'm Pete. And I'm Giff. How's everybody doing tonight? Not too great. Not too great. <laughs> Not too great, Pete. What's going on? on I'm now. just kidding. I, I, Pete, it's fine. It's Pete, fine. you got to be just says girl trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pete, you got to be up and up and ready to go for our podcast here. Um, I am now. I am. You know, now. we got we got some uh, a new supporter today on our uh, buy me a coffee. Yes, let's website first, which was awesome. Uh, just want to remind everybody that you can go to our link tree and click on our buy me a beer tab and head to the website, buy me a coffee under PCY yearbook or PC yearbook and check out a couple options to support us there and um, opportunities for you to become a member or a supporter and even have a chance to um, uh, bring up a topic for us to, to talk about on the show or even be on the show yourself and um, speaking about being on the show yourself, we do have a very special guest here tonight. Somebody that's very special to me. Oh, and God. that Aww. is my wife, Courtney. Courtney, say hi to the to our listener out there. Hello, listener. <laughs> well, I'm on here. Hello, so. listener. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I don't that's funny. <laughs> we are, uh, we're continuing the ladies' choice this month, so... Um, that led oh. to this monumental um, occurrence here tonight. So, yes, we're, we're happy uh, to have you. It's a yes. good choice. It's a good choice. I don't think any other wives are going to make it. So we had we had my sister on last week, and we got you this week. So we're we're kicking it off strong, and and we'll see what happens after that. But well, I'm not shy. So we'll that see, helps. you are no, representing. You are representing all of our wives and all of women in general, actually, on this episode. <laughs> Well, we're all the no same pressure. age, so no we pressure. all have. I love Jenny's pick. I love Kim's pick, and Danica's. Those all good. So yeah, they're going to be good. I can't mm -hmm. wait for the next two. All right, uh, Gifford, do you have a question you want to ask her? You want to help her get started here? Well, I was just going to have her talk about some of the pop culture influences, uh, some things that she likes in either TV, movies, or music as she was growing up, and even to up till. Today, just some things that she wanted to mention as things she likes. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I'm we're going to get it going here. This list. Yeah. Go, go ahead, pumpkin. Okay, here I go. <laughs> no pauses. So I have an older brother. He's eight years older than me. Graduated in 1987. So a lot of the 80s music and anything he was into was what we would watch. That's the same year my brother graduated. Stroke me. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fits in tonight, Pete. Yes, it does. And we used to set the VCR and record like VH1 at night and like all that stuff. So that influenced me. Um, of course, Saturday Night Live, the 80s and 90s. I remember in high school, we'd get to school on Monday and talk about all the skits. So oh, you'll see goodness. in my pick and in a lot of my top movies, um, it's mostly SNL cast member stuff. Um, and then I would say, you know, in middle school, my favorite band, I was into no New Kids on the Block. I went to a couple concerts. So I'm an easily top 40 kind of person, whatever's popular. I'm not going to see New Kids on the Block when they came back as adults. It's too expensive. I didn't oh, go because Kim, Kim went to that one. My deal. goodness. 
Well, I looked at tickets and I was I like, "I guess we know who's got the money here." Well, I don't remember. I don't remember it being that expensive. <laughs> those those school teachers making all that fat cash. Well, you guys live there too. I would have had to travel to the That's city. That's true. Like, so it would have been a. It, yes, I'm hope she had a good time. <laughs> what yeah, else you got? She did. And then I wanted to say I love to read. So a lot of the stuff Ooh, I read, if there's a movie or a TV show, then I'll watch that. And, um, of course, the book is always better. But my favorite one was I read Orange is the New Black. And then the Netflix book. show came on and Brian's watching it with me. Sorry, Gif is watching it with me. And he's like, what in the world? Well, that opening <laughs> scene. Did you read? I didn't. Even, I didn't seems I, a little hot on the first episode. I watched the first episode. That's all I watched, I think. Maybe I watched two or three. I don't know, but. I, I didn't, didn't know that was a book. I didn't. Know I didn't either. Book. Well, the oh. book is um, nonfiction. Oh, really? And Ooh. they, the TV show, kind of, it's kind of like The Handmaid's Tale, where well, they took the book and they just ran with it. So the book is nothing like the TV series, but the main characters are there, and then they just explode on those. So <laughs> that's and a lot of the stuff. You're watching that right now with GIF. Um, when it came out, we watched it because oh, I read the book way before it came yeah, out. Yeah, and I think I watched like the first season with you, and then I just kind of gave up in the second season. But like on Netflix, the Firefly Lane, that was a book. I read the hey, book I watched and then watched. That. The... That's a book. Okay. So I'm a big reader. <laughs> There's a book. That's a book. Yes. <laughs> hey, Pete, I'm reading. Is this anything by Jerry Seinfeld right now? I have oh, that I book, it. and I have not cracked it yet. Really? Which is weird. Yeah. And and uh. Taking your advice, I have watched Veep. I'm almost through the first season already. I and love it. What do it. you think? It's you, great. You like, yeah. Oh my god, the cast is great. I that guy that plays Jonah, he is the most hateable idiot oh, yes. ever. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, that Matt Walsh Hale. guy, he's awesome. That we he's talked a, about on Elf. It's great. Right, show. he was on Elf. Yep. And then Tony Hale is amazing as oh, yeah, a body man. I mean, the two of them, their chemistry is just outstanding. Um, so was that some uh, kind of finished up your list there? So what are we going to get into tonight for our main topic, Courtney? What is your pick well, for the month? So the movie I quote the most in my life daily is Billy Madison. And if you ask me what my favorite movie is, it's Billy Madison. And that came out in 1995. Mm -hmm. And 1995 was a huge year for me. A lot of things happened. I uh, graduated from high school. My favorite grandma passed away that year, um, that summer. Um, my grandma Aiken, and that's who Paul's named after. Uh, I went to college in Morris, and on my way to college, well, in college, my first college party, I met Gif. <laughs> so it was quite the year. And I do remember this movie. Like, we watched it. I don't remember the first time I watched it, but, like, all my friends that's all we quoted like that whole year and then through college and still we just i we it's, started watching the movie the other night and i'm like okay i just started writing i'm like i quote this whole movie the whole way through that's all exactly the time. what i did it was just it is full of so many quotes and that's why we, we've talked about this and tommy boy kind of as yep. a tandem and tommy boy's got some good quotes but i mean for me at least in my life it doesn't even come close to this movie as and far as how many lines better. I remember and think are hilarious. Well, and most people like Happy Gilmore, like out of the Adam Sandler movies from that, those he made those two back to back. Yeah. But Billy Madison's my favorite. I I love Happy Gilmore. I'm a golfer, but 
I actually would probably say this one's a little funnier. It has more lines anyway in it. Happy Gilmore's pretty great, though, too. Right. I yes. think this one's a little better. I don't know if we're getting into it yet or what, but uh, th- this one is a little better because, believe it or not, I think the storyline is actually better than Happy Gilmore. It's mm. it's they're both they're both kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I get it. They're, they're both ridiculous storylines. They are both ridiculous. And I know what I'm saying, but I just for me, I like the storyline better. better this storyline, my God. But uh, <laughs> hey, I know, I know. Obviously, they are both off the charts. Well, we'll get into that. I I got but one main question about the storyline with this movie, but we'll we'll save that several. for. I've got several, but. Uh, so i got did you watch this with with gif then early on or you said more about your friends does it go back does he have a a sentimental part in this as well uh no i don't remember us i remember the first movie we watched together was caddyshack right that was kind of the tester to make sure if she was was you know worth my time um and she definitely at least uh sat through it um no i guess i don't remember (laughs) Um, the first time I saw it, it's just one of those movies that's always on TV or, um, I guess we, we thought we owned this movie. So we went through the DVDs and we could not find it anywhere. I think it's just, you've seen it so many times and whenever it's on TBS or whatever, you'll just sit through it. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I've always been an, a Sandler fan. I mean, my top three would be Billy Madison uh, Happy Gilmore, and then The Wedding Singer. There's a couple other ones in there that I really like, but uh, those are the three that I think are always the best. So Yeah, I'm with you. I would say, I mean, after that, uh, his comedies to me got pretty bad, most of them. He did do some good movies. He actually was yes. a good dramatic actor and did some other things, but like, uh, I don't need to see The Water Boy or Little Nicky or Little, any of that. Yeah. Oh, never my God. Seen a lot of the same, same character over well, and, and it, over. Yeah, he started just doing that same thing over and over again. And it's just like, my God, you, you're actually better than this, man. Right. Right. Well, <laughs> and like I was thinking about it the other night, like with Billy Madison, this is this is his first film where he's the star and he just plays it as as the idiot all the time. You know, there's not a whole lot of heart to it necessarily. Um, he did say, uh, one of the fun little facts I found, he said that this character is closest to playing himself. Um, but then once you got into, um, Happy Gilmore and then even more into the wedding singer and like, uh, Mr. Deeds is another one I like. He, he becomes more lovable. His characters are more lovable. He's got more heart to them. Um, you, you pull for him. Um, in this one, he's, you know, he's just the idiot. I mean, you know, he does the nice thing at the end where he gives the company to to Carl, but you know Carl. I mean, for the most part friends, by the way. For the most part, he's just a you know, he's just a bumbling idiot in it, but it's very funny. You know. Okay, so well hey Pete, do you do you remember like when you first watched it or anything? Any memories? I really no, I don't I, I could not tell you the first time that I saw the movie. I just like you guys said, um it just I maybe went to it in the theater. I don't recall it, but um, but I've just seen it over and over again yeah. as it was on TV or at college parties, that kind of thing. Um, I, I cannot I, I don't have any fond memories of actually seeing it for the first time or anything like that. No, I feel like I watched it probably alone on VHS, like 
I was proud. It came out. I think Sounds I probably I probably watched. <laughs> you know, it's like Halloween. <laughs> I I probably watched it. It did not come summer, out on Halloween. No, because the summer of '95, I would have been home from college, and so I'm guessing I probably got the the VHS if it was out, and probably watched it there. Um, I don't remember like loving it, um, but I you know I knew it was it was fairly funny. But it's one of those movies that once you start to quote it and hear other people mm-hmm. talk about it and then maybe watch it again with your friends it takes on a whole new life um, right so yeah that's, that's how austin powers was for me oh god i love that right away i, oh, we I gotta, went to it that we gotta talk about theater. that movie yeah we, we'll we'll get to that one but that that's how that one kind of worked for me is i i was like yeah it was funny and i'm i'm a huge mike myers guy but um, then after, you know, like the next day when, you know, you're talking to your friends about it and you're quoting all the lines, you're like, yeah, that's, that's an awesome movie. All right. So I don't know if, if you're ready to get into the movie. Cause I, I do want to focus, I, at least I have something to say about the beginning of the movie, but I don't want to jump on if Courtney, if you want to start. No. Well, we can just say, you know, it stars Adam Sandler, Norm Macdonald's in it, Bradley Whitford, Whitford, Whitford. From there you, go. you came West prepared. Wing. Nice job. Is Eric, so he's the villain. Yep, and he's good right. as a villain. He's great. Mm-hmm. And then of course his love puke. <laughs> his love interest is uh the beautiful Bridget Wilson. Yeah. And um then his buddy That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he shows up too as the bus Chris, driver. So Chris, Chris Farley. Farley's in there. Yeah. But go ahead, kick it off with the beginning. Um All right, what so... day is it, Brad? What day is it? Uh, oh, nudie, nudie Magazine it's Day. It's Nudie Magazine Day. <laughs> I just, as I'm watching this again, and I don't know if you guys have this kind of reaction, but is it the first five minutes or so are so rough. They are yeah. so bad. It's like, how did anybody even get through these five minutes? That's because just, knowing what's to. coming, I'm like, holy crap, this is terrible. He's The acting is just so over the top. Right. You don't know why he's acting like that. You got this penguin thing. It's just completely bizarre. Do you and and as theory? I'm watching, I'm like, I don't remember this beginning being this bad, but it is brutal. Is mm-hmm. there a theory out there on what is the deal with the penguin, or does it just show up to him when he's hammered? It's something yeah, I think it's funny just when a, he's hallucinating. Yeah, it's just yeah. in his head because yeah. he's it's so dumb. The only redeeming quality of the first five minutes to me is that oh hey, there's Norm Macdonald. I kind of forgot he was in it, so yep. that's good. Now, I love this movie after that, but you got to it's kind of like the beginning of the room with the 20 minutes of horrible sex scenes. You got to power through the first few minutes and then it gets good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because even like when he's taking the bath before the dinner, like you always yeah. quote that court with the conditioner yeah. is better. <laughs> and people quote the, the shampoo thing, but it's so stupid and it's it the is first thing so in the movie. Dumb. It's not the and, first thing you should oh. see. Stop right. looking at me, Swan. And then, yeah, when he does the stop looking at me, Swan, and then he he looks kind of towards the camera a little bit with that stupid look on his face. Yeah. Like it's so it, it's so bad. And and I you know he's drunk, but right. I don't even feel like he's acting drunk. The acting, the the character right. choices are so just right. dumb. So anyway, right. it's it looks like you guys agree with me on that. So I I, I totally had that written down. It, it, it's the first few minutes were. Uh, it, it was. I, I watched it actually with my family, and I didn't know how that would go over with my wife and kids. And um, they just thought my 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 nine year old daughter thought this is the weirdest thing that she had ever seen. She was like, "This is weird. I don't like this at all." Um, 
But right. then we got did into she, it. Did she stay that better. way, or was that the? I think she thought the whole movie was weird. Okay, but it, it got a little better for her. I don't know. It was it was a little bit hard to tell for her. Well, yeah, and, and I totally but, think it hits our age group because yeah, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And I I watched just, it with my kids a few years ago, and I think they liked it. I think Isla actually liked it. I mean, they liked it enough that we watched Happy Gilmore right afterwards. We did a oh, double feature. Go. Um, so I guess they didn't hate it. So, well, and this is again his first main as the main character. You could look at some of the stuff that he did on SNL, and it's just like that's how he acted on SNL. So you know he's a little newer to the acting thing, and you know later in the movie when he gets drunk again and he goes to Miss Vaughn's house and he's yeah. you know the the same thing comes right back out. I mean, he just at he that just point. There's been character development. It's like, okay, you can at least... It doesn't just hit you right off the bat. It's... <laughs> sure. He was I mean, setting it's, the it's bar still low dumb, for but the rest of the it, movie. It fits more then. He has a reason to be drunk, too, at that point. Because you know, he feels bad. and so. Sure. Well, the whole point of the beginning of the movie is to show how much of a lackadaisical ne'er-do-well he is. And... <laughs> You know, those this words is, again. This is what he does with his dates, you know. But Brad, what's my reason for being drunk then? If you know his. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I was going to okay. say being it's married good. to Gifford. I, oh, yeah, I missed my you. cue on that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one other thing you mentioned the cast. I did want to mention, I don't know if you guys wrote this down, but I found it interesting that it is a female director of this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That, yeah. that fits into our theme this month and i didn't realize that before well done courtney tamra davis well. yeah, tamra davis courtney did you see what else she has uh she had mostly directed, directed music videos at that time this was like just her second movie i think she's uh, also known for directing uh britney spears movie crossroads ah. which courtney courtney i believe we own that i believe it is in our house as we speak i think did we watch that i think with you once when you lived in coon rapids did we I think Kim and I. I, I we, live in Coon Rapids. I never lived in Coon. Are you thinking of um, um, Columbia Heights? Columbia sorry. Heights. Yeah. I never lived there either. <laughs> no, I know, but he did, and you were there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We right. we shared the DVD. We we pass it back and forth. I also have her greatest hits DVD. So there's that. Yeah. So if if you don't have any more to add to that terrible beginning, it gets to the dinner scene. That's where it starts to get a little bit better. So. Right. Yeah. You didn't put the yummy Triscuit okay. crackers in my stomach now did you brad <laughs> i mean i use that all the time that's a good one yep what i liked about this scene is that uh, we're introduced to his dad who is darren mcgavin who plays the old man on the christmas story and he's yes. just a wonderful mm -hmm. dad in both movies so yes perfect yes yeah. uh which by the way uh if we want to skip forward to my fun facts i've got a fun fact about that what okay. famous actor was offered uh, that role before Darren McGavin took it. Who, who turned it down? Is an actor that turned it down. Brian Gifford. Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson is correct. Thank you. Turned down which movie? Did you know that he knew that? Billy Madison or the Did you? Christmas did you? No, he, ra no, he raised his hand. Did, are you oh, he watching? raised his hand. I did yeah. not see that. Got to watch the, the camera. Our well, listeners on my camera, the video, they're, they're but... smaller, and I only see half of each of them. So, <laughs> impressed. All That's right, all right, let's get back on, let's get back on track. Yes. Uh, all right. So, 
I, I had one other quick fun fact on the cast as well, since uh, we were we just touched on that. Uh, Bradley Whitford um, is rumored to have never watched this movie. Oh, really? And his brother has said that people will walk up to him in public and just yell business <laughs> ethics. <laughs> I would hate that. Is that because oh he thinks God. he's too good for it or what? I yeah, maybe, you know, because, you know, it's a lot a, of actors don't watch their own movies. They try not to. Right. Some some don't. They just don't like to see themselves on the screen. I've heard that from, you know, in different yeah. interviews. People well, while just... we're on the cast, one of the other people that we need to mention is one of our kind of mascots of the show that we brought <laughs> up many times. So Carl is played by Larry Hankin, who was. Kramer on the Seinfeld when it was yep. the uh, Bizarro. Yeah, well, it's the Bizarro, but the um, the pilot. Oh, oh the pilot. Right. Yes, that's and right. And then he was in Breaking Bad as the junkyard guy, so he pops up all the time. Love that. He's Mister Heckles from Friends. Yep, Friends. And I love yes. his role here. It's much different than a lot of those, and he's he's it's, awesome. Yeah, he's like a professional guy, and he's. I a mean, clean Carl cut is guy. Carl is the glue movie. in this movie. He holds yes. that thing together. Yes. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. It was good to see him. <laughs> <laughs> so who talks about the plot is that my either way uh, here, here's okay so after the dinner scene my next note here is he called the shit poop right? <laughs> so i don't know where we are anymore <laughs> uh, yeah we may have lost the plot but they go out and they and they put the poop on the guy's doorstep after that well, showing so how they are still these immature guys right and then Billy finds out his dad's going to give away the company to Eric. To Eric, yep. Yes. So okay, he, this is the right time to get into the plot. Go ahead, okay. Courtney. He just he his dad tells him, "You didn't even, you know, graduate school. I paid off all your teachers." And he goes, "Well, I'll go back to school and do each grade in two weeks." And so we start. He gets to skip kindergarten. He does skip kindergarten. We go right to first mm -hmm. grade where we meet Miss Lippy. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lippy. Thank I you, so, Miss Lippy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is the one thing that I was going to bring up about the plot. So do you find it weird that he's going to take two weeks in first grade and then also two weeks in 12th grade? Right. I thought <laughs> Shouldn't there be maybe a, a sliding <laughs> scale there of... <laughs> Like it takes you. I don't. I. I have no idea how they came. Up. I. I thought about that too. How they come up with two weeks in each grade? I know. It's I just. Mean, uh, it's kind of. That's. That's the plot hole here. That's right. The that out. is the one plot hole in this movie. <laughs> that was my only comment about that. So. Right. And we get a lot of quotes from first grade. Um, I use the blue duck quote a lot. Mm -hmm. Colored the duck blue because oh. I've never seen a blue duck. Yes. Oh, I just randomly will say that. That is that is kind of a sweet line when he says <laughs> that. Well, and, and see, he what's great about that line, though, is he delivers it so, like, truly, like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what makes it hit right. It's not his right. stupid right. voice. Yeah. And we meet yeah. the O'Doyles. Yeah, we meet our first O'Doyle. <laughs> yep. yep. And, we, and we learn about the puppy that lost his way. Yes. You know, and it's story well, time. Him this is also for school. Oh gosh! Go ahead. He wants a snack pack, and he fights with his <laughs> with the maid. No, I love snack pack. Like... That's what I wrote down. Where's my snack pack? And he says well, it's so angry. He's right. pissed. <laughs> well, and then when he's standing out front waiting for the bus, we, we always when we're before we walk out the door, if we're going somewhere, we always have to say, "I got my boots tied tight," <laughs> you know. 
or we asked the other one, do you have your boots tied tight? Like, I just love his little <laughs> song that he has waiting for the bus. My my favorite, well, I have two favorite lines, because first grade, in my order I have them, must be first grade is when the spelling bee is. Not second grade. Or they ask him how to spell, anyway, I love Couch. the line. Couch is second grade. No, no, not that. I'm thinking, she asked him how to spell rock, <laughs> right? Oh, the C is silent. Oh, that, <laughs> was, no, on the that was on dad. the steps with his dad. He goes, remember yes. that spelling bee that you won? Oh, yeah. And he goes, Before rock. Before it even starts. Goes, That's why I have my notes in that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking that was in school. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's on the steps. But in the spelling bee in second grade, he's asked to spell couch, and that's where he, he has the "Are you going to the mall later?" So you're, you're <laughs> yeah. skipping ahead a little bit. So we yeah. mentioned Miss Lippy. Um, the uh, maybe I don't know if one of you wants to say it, but my favorite line in first grade is after the book is done, and he gives his opinion <laughs> on the book. You go ahead. Go ahead. And th this is like that line in uh, Love Actually where you can't you can't censor it. If you lose your dog, you get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog <laughs> right in front you of all the first graders. You don't give up after an hour. He's so passionate about it. And he had he's a so, point. Yeah. He had a legitimate point. That's hey, right. Mr., that's again. He's head. so serious about it, and that's what makes that line so great. Right. Because he really believes it. He's actually sincere, and he's learning something. He's getting something out of this little education that he's that he's receiving, right? The part I don't like. Like, okay. so one thing I uh, I thought of watching it this time around was when the kids go out for dodgeball, and he gets out right away, so he comes back in, and Miss Lippy's in her room kind of dancing to that uh, interesting music. Mm -hmm. I was wondering... Brad, do you have moments like that during your day where the kids are gone <laughs> and you're just in your room kind of listening to some Foo Fighters or something, dancing around, having your uh, quiet time while the kids are gone? No, but I no. might just sit and stare aimlessly for a while here and there and, you know, <laughs> need that break. Okay. <laughs> so one of the fun facts I found on the dodgeball <clears throat> scene was that Sandler threw the ball as hard as he could at those kids and... Mm -hmm. uh, cameraman would have to cut away as soon as the ball hit so you wouldn't see the kids crying like he, he actually, actually made them cry yes yeah he was actually pelting those kids as hard as he could which again makes it that much funnier because like you say with the uh talking about the dog and what he didn't understand like he's really going at it like he's honestly so trying to win dodgeball yes. you know he's that competitive and it doesn't matter that he's a 25 year old man against six-year-olds he's gonna yeah. Kill him if he can. It's like Kramer when he joined the dojo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you see that again later when he's playing outside basketball with the kids and he's like blocking their shots and trash talking. <laughs> you know, it's just it's so great to see that. After every grade, then they have the little carnival to celebrate, which is again kind of over the top. But one of the things that I think is funny in the first one is that the clown falls down who's on the stilts. And he's got blood flowing out of his mouth, and everybody's just laughing maniacally <laughs> that he fell over. <laughs> and it's so bad, but it's just so funny the way they did that. Right. And that becomes kind of a running joke then with the clown. So. Right, right, which we Comes see later the in the end. musical montage. And he's yes. fine. Yes, he's I fine. At that, the yeah. end. He's okay, everybody. Right. <laughs> so what grade is it? 
where he meets Miss Vaughn. Is that third grade? Third. third. Grade. Oh, I don't, third if you have anything yes. more on second, uh, the only thing I wrote down was the R. You go into the yeah. mall later. So anybody that was the else only got thing. Second well, grade where, lines. Yeah, I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> After he wins the spelling bee. Yeah, because that's the only scene for second grade. They have all this stuff in first grade. And then, um, of course, we have the thank you, Miss Lippy line, you know, from first grade. But then they go to second. In first grade, he runs into Miss Vaughn in the hallway, and it's the no milk will ever be our milk. And we say that. Yeah, we do say that. And she hates him, and he... uh, Rightly yeah, so. I've got, that I've that got brings up another kind of that. a plot hole later, I think, too. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Got, yeah. I'm probably going the same place you are there, Brad, okay. but we'll get, we'll get there when we get yeah. there. All right, so we're into third grade then now? Yes. Which is the best because his so, Vaughn. what do you say when you meet Veronica Vaughn? Oh, yeah. No. Jackpot. There it is. That's why Oh, there we go. <laughs> Jackpot. And well, that's the one where he's like, third grade's going to be tough. Right. Yep. Well, and what I the line I always take from third grade is when the kid starts reading and he's stuttering and the today, Junior. That's a little and the one where the kid says sixty nine and he laughs about that so much and nobody gets it. Sixty nine. And he like looks around for you know validation and everybody's like, I don't understand what you're doing. That's where he meets his good core group of friends. Yes. Right. Yeah. That but basically the whole movie is third grade. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's the field trip with Chris Farley as the bus driver. That's and... where. He well, before it. that, I think it is. It's where he has to go write in cursive. It's baseball day, and so yeah. he has to write these uh, <laughs> baseball terms, and it's like bunt. You got and any more grain it, busters? <laughs> Rizzuto. <laughs> Rerudo? What is that? <laughs> what does well, he say then? When she makes fun of him, he like. Screams oh, and I runs quit. out of the room, doesn't he? Walks yeah, out, yeah, and then something he stays like home that. Sick. And the maid's like, "You can help me shave my armpits." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the so maid is great too. That was, that was that good. That was well bed. done. <laughs> the so, maid makes uh, as much sense as anything else in the movie. I know. <laughs> so then we are we on the field trip at this point now? Because that now we've uh, well, the only other thing I wrote down before that is I noticed that the red flannel that he wears in this scene. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same red flannel that I had in my senior pictures. So I thought that was pretty Is great. it really? Yep. It's like identical. And he wears it again later in the movie. Well, when he Bad makes head. fun of the stuttering kid, she pulls him out and we do that one too. Oh. I can't oh, yeah. hear you. I'm physically abused in the ear. Like she that. pulls him out by the earlobe. <laughs> we also meet the principal, Principal Anderson, who's a pretty important character. Oh, that's true. Yes. Who on reminds Valentine's me... Day. A scary amount of Newman from Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So not not Wayne Knight, but sure looks a lot like Newman. Yep. In real life, by the way, that actor is an opera singer. Really? Well-known opera singer. Yes, that's wow. that's a fun fact I came across. But uh, but but now let's let's point out that he's uh, Veronica Vaughn. That's her name, right? Veronica yes. Vaughn. That's he's Veronica right. Vaughn. And uh, he uh, he's treating her like total shit. And he she absolutely hates him up to this point. So I just there are no qualities for her to find. No us. redeeming qualities whatsoever. OK, now we go to the field trip. Yep. OK, I'm setting up. I'm setting the table. And uh, the kids double dog dare him. I dare you to, to the... touch her boob. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That's of he even her on the bus. That's a yeah, and then so he does. He like falls and and does it, and then she like thinks it's funny. But yeah, he's right. like a smile. He goes, 
What does he yes. say there? Accident. Accident. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was it. But then he does help out the kid on the field trip who pees his pants. And so that that's a redeeming quality. He does something nice for somebody else. Right. I forgot but, about the old lady and her lines. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, that yeah. Oh, the God. funniest line in the whole movie. That is the I best know. line in the whole movie. If is anyone listening your to pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the thing. So when they're on the field trip, you know, he falls and, and touches her chest. And then they're walking along the path talking. And she's already warmed up to him at that point. I mean, she likes... Like, I think the turning point was when he fell into her. That's when yeah. she started to soften on him. Yeah, and that's, that's when they started talking. And then he does the pee, you know, act like he peed his pants to help out Ernie. And that's where, you know, she's like, okay, I'm all in. This guy has yeah. some redeeming qualities. It's, it's right after this at the carnival that she actually comes on to him. Like, right. and like throwing herself like, at him. Yes, yeah, she's throwing right. herself at him. In the Which, and I wrote down, it's the same thing. It, it's all these Seth Rogen movies, too. All these big doofuses. They always get these these hot women to just love them. And it's it's not very... All, all you have to do is you have to fall down and, and uh, cop a feel. That's all if you it was only that easy. <laughs> oh, right. right. I was going to say, hence how you guys got married. <laughs> well, sometimes, Brad, it is that easy. Not all of us have women come up to us and just look at you and say, every hole. <laughs> Oh my oh God! Boy. Oh boy! There's our edit. <laughs> we'll have to tell that story maybe in the extracurricular portion. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what that's all about. We can go into the details. <laughs> There's not a whole lot more to it, I think really. That was it. You yeah. pretty much stated it. But. All right. So the, then we go. We jump into fourth through eighth grade becomes our montage. Yep. And so we just skip right ahead really fast. He's on it. He's got the momentum now. Yep, but, but he's still eating every day with the third graders. Yes. A little odd. Right. Yeah, well, I didn't I, get that. Because wouldn't they be in entirely different schools? Especially when he's in middle school, yeah. You're in middle school and high school, you know, and he's still eating lunch with the third graders. That was what I didn't get either. Well, I'm. my guess is it's the school's all one school, maybe. So he can well, just... Yeah, like I our, guess. It seems like a there. pretty big city that would have like, like the new rtr schools. it's not right like the, the new, new rtr R is yeah. all one school so everybody's there i don't know so weird. it's just that montage and now we're into high school just like that so well done billy yep yeah. we just skip over it's like seventh grade eighth grade ninth grade and then and all he, of a sudden, you uh, alluded earlier to how he introduces himself to the high schoolers <laughs> you want to take yes. that one yeah, so he pulls up in like a Trans Am Camaro, <laughs> or, a or, a Camaro or something. Stroke me, stroke me. What's he wearing? It was uh, it was a t-shirt. What was it? it was REO REO Speed, Speed Wagon that's with a jean jacket over it. Yep. <laughs> yes. And he's just leaning up against the car, like, and nobody's yep. even looking at him. So riddle me this, he can drive himself to high school, but he had to have his dad <laughs> drop him off in first grade. Well, we are blowing the we are blowing the, this plot up here. You got to get the full experience. Like he misses the bus drives right past him on the first day of school in first grade, so his dad has to drop him off. It's but now when he's in high drop, school, yeah. he can drive himself to school. So. I wrote down why is he riding the bus, but you made an even better point there. He obviously could have just <laughs> driven anyway. <laughs> 
My argument is, is he had to go through first grade and all those great subsequent grades like he would have to. Right. As you know, so grader. he had to pack his lunch, you know, and bring everything and act like a first grader and have the same uh, inconveniences, I guess, of not being uh, an adult that can drive. So that that's the only thing I could come up with. Let's not All right. get one of uh, the best lines of the whole movie. I was going right? to say, maybe my favorite line to quote is coming up here in class. So go. I don't know who wants to take it. I bet somebody's got it. I think uh, Pete I'm, was setting her up. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going with chlorophyll. <laughs> More like borophyll. <laughs> yeah, that and then when he doubles down. No, I will not make out with you. We <laughs> got borophyll up there. <laughs> Talking about God knows what. <laughs> God knows what. <laughs> Oh, oh Lord! Well, and that that teacher—you guys know who that teacher is, of course. Oh, I forget who is that. It, it's Robert Smeagol. Oh yeah, Robert Smeagol. Smeagol, yeah. Yes. Oh, and, and then, then he and then he's in it at the end. He's the the MC, right? Same guy. No, oh, no, no. Okay, who am I thinking? Okay, well, well, anyway. he he was in the decathlon part when they when he pulls his shoe out of that pot. Okay. You know, as the science teacher, but um, all right, my bad. So then we get to are we to the point where the teacher comes forward? Uh, well, before that, he so he runs into a lot of trouble in high school. He does not go well with the uh, Borophil and the girl Morrow Doyles, and so he keeps turning to the third graders. And one line that I kind of forgot, but I really love because he delivers it well. Mm-hmm. He goes up to the third grader right into his face. Stay here. Cherish it. You gotta cherish it. (laughs) And he jiggles his face so much like you can hear the kid's skin slapping. (laughs) I like that. He also apologizes to Steve Buscemi. Which is huge. Crosses him off his people to kill list. Yeah. Which sets up the nice ending too, so... Well, the, let's hear uh, the people to kill list, other than, of course, Billy Madison himself, uh, was made up of uh, all people that were on the crew, like the camera crew and all of that. Kind of, the, oh, really? The movie crew is real names of those people. Uh-huh. So, yeah, because I, I was Little looking fun. at that list, trying to pick out if there was a famous name or something on there, but uh, nothing really struck a chord. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. <clears throat> all right. So what's the here's where we get our. Uh, big uh, central conflict in the movie now right so eric this whole time is trying to figure out who's going to help him derail billy's efforts he starts with the janitor at the uh at the <laughs> elementary school who lets him know that miss lippy's car is is a greener <laughs> green <laughs> miss lippy's car is green so he finds the principal from the elementary school uh, in a former life was a wrestler called the Revolting Blob who had um, sat on a guy's head and killed him. And he's using this information because obviously nobody knows this about the principal. Uses this information to blackmail him into telling the community that he took $5,000 from Billy to make sure he could pass all his classes. Um which, you know, upsets Billy's dad. So now the bet is off and Eric's going to get the company. Um, and so, so you mentioned he gets drunk again. Or sorry, were you yes. finished? Well, 
Yeah, so he gets he gets drunk again and goes over to Miss Vaughn's where he sees the penguin again. Um, <laughs> it's another montage, and the best yep. part about this montage for me is that it's set to Renegade by Styx, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Billy tries to win back the company one more time with a different idea of this. Big Mo- yeah, mono a mono academic decathlon. Acad- Yes, yes. Versus him versus Eric. Right. Ten events. If the movie is not off the rails enough, what <laughs> happens next? This is where the movie could just die right here. But well, it doesn't. The musical. the musical number. Yeah. Well, that was right before. Yeah, that was right before that, I guess. Yeah, because uh, Miss Vaughn comes over and wakes him up, like kicks him because he's passed out drunk, drags him into the pool, tells him that. You know, she believes in him and he needs to stand up for himself and do what's right. And then we have this musical number that is just. <laughs> and she shows up the, the outfit rails. she's in. <laughs> Again, not disappointed in that outfit don't, at all. Don't um, I have a nice ride? Yes. <laughs> I compared it to the musical number that we mentioned from Not Another Teen Movie. And it can mm-hmm. easily kill this movie. But for me, it works. It's it's funny. And it's it's just the right length. It doesn't go on too long. And then I, the clown resurrects during the song, so that's yes. good news. And then I love the last line because it's so dumb. Do you have any more gum for gum? Yeah, Brian and I use that one a lot. Do you just have any more gum? gum. Oh. Yeah, and they do that with their heads like this. <laughs> really sharp there. So we we uh, ha- we see Billy and Eric um, preparing for this ten event. Um, decathlon, academic decathlon to win the company, the hotel company that uh, Billy's dad owns. And I love the part in this. So Billy has a tent in the yard where he's staying in and he's studying and he's doing all this stuff. And he has Miss Vaughn over to help study. And she's Mm -hmm. asking him history questions. And as he gets one correct, she will take off an article of clothing and when she gets to the Magna Carta, he can't remember the the date of the Magna Carta. So she puts her, you know, jacket back on and leaves. But we see later as he picks up more steam, um, he said he uh, remembers the date for the Magna Carta. But now instead of Miss Vaughn there quizzing him, it's the bus driver, Chris Farley. And, the, <laughs> and that is correct. And then he takes his shirt off and it's just, yeah. <laughs> there rock. is one other great line before the decathlon starts. I, I didn't write down who said it. It's got to be the dad, right? Because it's it's one of these. He says, first the psycho goes on TV. He lies. Then he retracts it. And now Eric's secretary is in a coma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that's the dad that says that. I thought that was great, too. Right. Um, I thought the interesting, some of the interesting things for the uh, academic decathlon, like they had a math section in there. Um, They had a science section, but then they also just ran a 100-yard dash was one of the events. You got to have Fiat. You got to have Fiat. You had uh, uh, music was one of the uh, things. Um, Acting was, uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't all the core stuff. Speaking of the Fayed, yeah. So he, uh, Bradley Whitford, what, what's his name? He beats Eric, him and he's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Harvard track, first team All American." He pushes him over the bench, and, the, and this is another line just out of nowhere. Those two kids, 
Did you see that guy's balls? <laughs> they were weird. <laughs> they were weird looking. <laughs> yeah, the acting scene too when he's when they're doing Hamlet. I just wrote down, my God. Right. Well, and the only reason Billy won is because he dressed up and had a skull in his hand. Like, I mean, no. come on. Well, and then the way the direct the director guy goes up and like claps in his yeah. face, right. totally over the top. Well, and then the whole rules. The whole mech section where um, they're baking the pie and Eric starts on fire and flails about while, you know. Oh, I love that because he, Billy just points and laughs hysterically <laughs> at him while he's burning alive. That's a great visual. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we get to the end of the competition and the final competition is um kind of like a quiz and the principal of the school is going to conduct this um one of the things i thought so eric has to pick the category for billy and he ends up picking um something about the industrial revolution but mm -hmm. the categories on this board are absolutely wonderful uh, because they show one that billy really wants categories what's that Three types of categories up there. Ones that Billy would love to have. One that's oh, right. good for the other guy. And then the ones that are specific to the principal. Like my right. wife is a tramp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the one, the one that Billy really wants Eric to pick is burning poo and the human response. Burning dog poo. Oh, it was dog poo? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that was great. And um, he's crossing his fingers. Right. <laughs> so Billy refers back to the puppy that lost its way, the story that he heard Miss Lippy read in first grade to explain um, how the Industrial Revolution uh, pertains to, you know, American history or whatever. And he gives this absolutely ridiculous response. And the principal response to his answer is just epic he goes on about how everybody who's now heard this is dumber for having listened to it and he ends the whole thing he goes i award you zero points and may god have mercy on your soul well the it thing was so it was set up so beautifully like the response was it was like gonna move gonna the win. whole crowd and everything yeah and right. that's what you're expecting and the first time you would see this movie it's like yep everyone's gonna be applauding this and and everything and it totally is a turnaround that was the most insanely idiotic thing i've ever heard <laughs> and it's it's great because there's like three times where that line could stop and it would be hilarious, right. but he always brings it one line farther all the way to may God have mercy on your soul. Well, and Billy's response, you know, he comes up and he, and he has a great ending to his answer. He says, because the puppy was a dog, but industry the industry. Now that was a revolution and you're expecting yeah. the crowd to go nuts and it's just crickets. So his re to get everybody on his side, he just yells, nib high football rules. Just goes nuts. You know, so it sounds great. So then after the principal gives his uh, less than positive review of his answer, it's Billy's turn to pick Eric's subject. So well, after he gives him that long diatribe, he goes, a simple no would have been okay, <laughs> or something like that. Zero points. Right. So it comes to pass that Billy picks the category of 
business ethics. And he's, he's right in, in his face when he says it. Right. And of course, Eric, as we've seen throughout the entire show, has no ethics in life or in business. So he uh, cannot come up with a proper response to win the competition. You see, the thing about ethics is... Um... <laughs> <laughs> ethics can be something is, is yeah. <laughs> but that's not it either i mean it's still not quite done no because nope. he goes nuts he's gonna yep. like a gun pulls out a gun yeah. yeah how does he have a gun on him for crying out loud so then, him? yeah he pulls it out of his like belt in the back of his pants or whatever you know it's okay, in his... yeah that was weird then so then the principal from the middle school or the elementary school comes cruising in in his uh, wrestler outfit and hits him and knocks him down. But then he's able to recover and get up to point the gun at Miss Vaughn now. And now we see where his call to Steve Buscemi's character pays off. He uh, shoots Eric in the buttocks. And what I love about Man, this Man, am I glad I called that guy. Right. <laughs> What I love about this scene is that Steve Buscemi just gives a thumbs up and is allowed to walk out of the school. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> after shooting him. And then the other odd thing is, is at the end where Billy's accepting his applause and everything for making it through high school. And, it's and, like a graduation. Yeah, his graduation. Eric's there. Why is oh, Eric yeah. invited to this event? Now they're rubbing <laughs> it in. Yeah, I don't know. Even He's if he was invited, probably. why would he go? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I thought that was a little strange. The uh, um, thing about the ending that I... Well, so first of all, it has a nice ending because he gives yep. the company to Carl because Billy's not capable of running it, so he... Well, Carl's been there all along. He's a nice guy, and he knows he's the right one to run it, so he, he turns it over to him. Mm -hmm. Carl's always capable, supported Billy, but, too. Right. But, uh, let's point out that it's because he wants to become a teacher now. Billy Ma Madison. All oh, right. He has different aspirations. Right. Yeah. And the whole thing, the whole experience changed him and wants to go into teaching. And, and then, then we see. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. There's one more thing, because I want to say the last line of the. Oh, the, <laughs> when he walks uh, okay. off the podium. <laughs> Mine isn't a line, but there's there's like all these different scenes at the end. And the one that, just, again, it's just out of nowhere, but it's so dumb. But they show the penguin and Chris Farley, and the yeah. penguin is like rubbing yes. Chris Farley's groin. <laughs> yeah. Another great visual gag. Right. You go now, Courtney. Well, I just forgot this, and I giggled at the end. I forgot at the end of the, his graduation speech. He goes, Peace, I'm out of here. And he like just <laughs> dropped That is good. <laughs> I forgot about that one. So uh, I, I found this movie genuinely funny after that really, really rough start. And yeah, as was. you said, it was immensely quotable and mm. thoroughly enjoyable, as dumb as it is. It's just great entertainment for a well, night to waste. I was worried about watching it. You know, we always wonder if it's going to hold up. And they did say the R word once and the F word once. That's yes. right. When do they say the R word? Uh, I think um, that's when he's making fun of the third in third grade yep. or something. Yeah, he's making fun of one of the, one of the. No, kids. I think mm -hmm. he says it when um he's trying to hit on the hot mom in first grade. Oh yeah, he calls so someone the R word. Yeah. You're right. Oh yeah. yes, yes. But 
it's but still a same year as the kid. The kid described Billy that way. He said, "Oh, I right." Think, I think he's our word. Yeah. yeah. And then I think that F word comes out when he pulls up to high school yes. in his car, what and one of the one of the people in the outside the high school just yells it at him <laughs> well, as he's sitting two, on though, his car. Because that line at the end of the puppy who lost his way he uses it in class too. Really? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Find oh, no. that we're we're using a different F word. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, the not the nice word that doesn't hate sexual. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Person. Got it. Yeah. I was got my wires crossed. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. So that yeah, those would be the two things that. So you just know. a pre-note to people on that one. Right. How long had it been then since you've seen this movie? Since you chose it, like from beginning to end, I bet years. Really? Just sat down and watched it. Right, because usually if I see it, it's, you know, you're flipping through channels and it's on, so you'll watch it. So you might catch it, you know, when he goes to, you know. I, I usually don't catch the scene where he's doing his boots tied tight part, <laughs> you know, waiting for the bus. Usually it's after that, somewhere where he's in third grade already. So, um, Well, and I don't know if you know this fun fact about the Giffords, but, you know, when he says it's poop again, the old man says, we always say it's peed again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a common. I think we say that. Everybody says that. It's that Pete again. I get that a lot. <laughs> so, did you, you find it to be Pete. as funny as you remembered? How yeah. did it hold up overall? Yeah. It held up absolutely. I'm not asking you. I'm asking your wife. Oh, oh thank you. Yes, yeah, shut up, Gifford. Thank you, Miss Lippy. <laughs> <laughs> I did, and I like you guys pick out different lines. That I appreciate and forget about too. And I just sat there going, I say so much of this movie all the time, or my mind thinks like this. Right. How do you use quotes from that movie daily? Well, a Frank shirt. Oh, we use Frank shirt. No, this Frank shirt. We use that all the time. Well, and we're we're watching it. And he's gonna be a soccer player. Yes. Oh, he yeah, is. that's another one. We're we're watching <laughs> this movie, just looking at each other, going, This is her brother. This is her brother Rob. Like yeah. Billy Madison is just so goofy and yeah there's so many idiosyncrasies that he has that remind us of her brother so um that's another reason i think that i'm drawn to it a little more so how about for you pete you're the one that had the hardest time with tommy boy not holding up quite so much there was i i thought that was going to be the case after the first 10 minutes of this movie but uh but it did get better there's there's a few annoying parts uh, where it was just that Adam Sandler character, which mostly that was the beginning and a couple of other parts throughout the movie. But overall, a repeat of what you guys said, it was very, um, you know, a lot of a lot of hilarious lines. I actually thought Chris Farley was the best part of it. Mm -hmm. um, um, even though he wasn't in it for very much, I thought he absolutely nailed the part and made me laugh the hardest, um, probably. And um, so, yeah, yeah the, whole ex the whole exchange the exchange by the bus. Billy. Yeah, is yes. so great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, you didn't. Him and her got it on. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, but I you do have. I do have. Before we leave this, I do have one more really interesting fun fact that I was blown away by about this movie. Well, that's okay. quite a buildup. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro claims that this is his favorite film of all time. <laughs> Really? You, yes. you built it up, and that is a great fun fact. You delivered. 
Wow. You would think Robert De Niro of all people, this is his favorite movie. One of the greatest wow. actors, in my opinion, of all time, puts this one on that pedestal. This is his favorite well, movie. I feel wow. smart now. Like, right. This is my favorite. That's validation. Yeah, that's validation. Yeah. validation. Yes. Where yes. did you find that, Pete? Was it on the <laughs> Onion? Uh, it was on the internet. It was the last onion.com. Time the internet. Last time he was having <laughs> coffee with Bob, you know, yeah, Bob, <laughs> yeah. what's your favorite movie? So right. one of the things I find uh, interesting is the uh, rating on this movie. <clears throat> so when it came out, not surprisingly, Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs down. Um, wow. But even on like Rotten Tomatoes, it only has a 42%. And on Metacritic, it's rated 16 out of 100. Wow. So the, That's really low. Well, and I figured because it's been so long and it it is one of those very popular movies that over time... Yeah, a lot of times go they up. get the terrible reviews at first, but 20 years later when right. more gets added, like people look at it a different way and mm -hmm. and it goes up. I mean, like Caddyshack's a great example. I mean, that was pretty critically panned and, mm -hmm. and now it's classic and we all love it. Right. Yeah, so I thought that was a little strange. Hmm. All right. all right. Any more fun facts? Um, no, that's all I got. I think I hit all the rest of mine. All right. What are we going to close this out with then? Well, we asked uh, the ladies to put together um, a short list or a long list of their favorite funny movies. And that's a tall task um, because there are so many great ones out there. So um, who wants to kick that off? Well, I'll go first because I have the shortest list. For the first <laughs> time in PCY history, <laughs> Brad Sorts has a short list. Man, I set you up there. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the reason is, is because my wife hates lists. She listens to a lot of our podcasts, but when it gets to this part, she shuts it off. She just does oh. not like lists. So I asked her for, I didn't ask her for a list. I just said, can you just tell me some of your favorite funny movies? She she could not do that. She doesn't remember <laughs> movies like that. She doesn't like to do that. So I just wrote down a couple that I know that stood out that she loves. So we we talked about Not Another Teen Movie a couple months ago, and I know that's one of her all-time favorite movies. So that's going to be number one right there. And we watched it again for that, and she watched it, and she loved it. The other one that I remember, it's not the whole movie, but the movie Ted with the uh, the teddy bear, she thought it was fairly funny the first time through. She'd never watch it again, though. But there is a scene where Ted and Mark Wahlberg go to the aquarium and they're looking at the fishes and they're doing fish voices and imagining how they would sound if they talked. And one of them's like, oh, my God, I went to New York once and I was so scared. <laughs> and she was crying for like 10 minutes and we talked we got out of the movie and we started crying again because she could not get enough of that scene so that i remember and i know she would at least say that that was okay to say because that was uh that really stood out that one sure so those are those are two funny movies or at least a movie and a scene that she definitely loved no honorable mention. No, no. No. Well, I guess my honorable mention we talked about before we came on. <laughs> so the four of us, the Giffords and the and the Sorensons, went to see my big fat Greek wedding. And it's not, you know, a hilarious. I mean, it was pretty funny, actually. There were some funny parts in that. And we all enjoyed it. But the, the thing that made us laugh 
Well, actually, didn't make us laugh then. I kind no, of annoyed. No, no, <laughs> no. Probably the last movie we all went together. But Gifford's because... sitting there talking to the screen, like, "What are you doing?" He just kept saying things. And there's a scene where, um, what's his face? He's going to convert to whatever I don't know, what the religion. I don't remember what's going on there. Greek Orthodox something. But, but he's going through the motions and and like getting baptized or something and. And you go, oh, he's switching. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, duh, we can't see what's happening. And we were just like going like this, like covering our face. Like, what is he doing? But we quote that to each other <laughs> at least once a week still to this day. And so there we have go, really Gifford. good memories of that in the end. <laughs> so thank you, Giff. You are welcome. For adding some fun <clears throat> to our lives. I am the laugh track of your life. It's still like that to watch a movie with him. So that's uh, all right. Well, why don't we go to, to Jenny next? Because then you can you're the star here. You can finish yes, this. Jenny for the fans is my wife. Um, so I actually did. We, we did come up with a list. She um, uh, is not a huge comedy fan. She's more her favorite genre would be like action movies, like the Born Identity movies. That's her. That's so funny. That's, that's really? right. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna see rom coms. Oh, she loves. I, no, she loves the she, Fast and the Furious. She loves the Fast and all those kinds of movies. That's her favorite. She doesn't wow. like comedies typically, but I did squeeze a list out of her here. Um, so wow. I've got, <laughs> I've got five. Uh, so starting with number five, and I'm gonna work my way up. Number five, starring Sandra Bullock, Miss Congeniality. Um, Pete, by the way, Pete is not yeah. a fan of Sandra Bullock. It's a well-known fact if you know Pete. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, all kinds of stuff here tonight. Number number four, uh, old school classic. And actually, we just watched this movie last year, sometime during the pandemic, and it held up pretty well. It was good. Uh, three Men and a Baby. Okay. Um, number three is one that's more from her childhood. She used to watch it all the time. She loved it. Uh, nine to five. Yeah. Oh my God. I just tried to watch that the other night. I've never seen it. I couldn't get through it. I, really? Yeah. It it got. Have you guys seen it or seen it recently? I don't oh, I saw remember it. I, it I wasn't. I know I've what seen I expected. It, it it gets halfway through and they get to these like dream sequences of each woman and it's like and they're long, and I'm like I I just had to quit. I couldn't take it anymore because I just wasn't invested in that. So it wasn't what I thought I was. I kept thinking I should watch this movie. I've heard people. I love Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, couldn't do it. Not for me. Okay. It's funny you bring it up. Number two is the entire Jumanji series. She she uh, loves that. I love that series, too. And I think it's funny yeah. and it's action packed. We got both a little do bit too. of everything. Yeah. Kim so. left. I can add that to her list. She laughed a lot at the two new new ones. There you go. Uh, number one. Kind of a dark horse choice. It's a so- very solid choice, Brad. You're going to love it. It's Steve Martin. Um, it's Father of the Bride. Oh, this yes. The number one movie that she had on that. Another great choice. Another one that we here would love. Uh, we just watched that with our kids, actually, like a year ago. It's blue great. Blue Tuxado. Navi Blue Tuxado. <laughs> I'll have the sheep or chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that Jenny does enjoy the movie Three Amigos, too. We do watch oh, that probably at least once a year as a family. And really, my whole family loves it. And they're they're all getting into quoting it and all that. We like it, stuff. too. We so need to watch that again. It's kind you of a family too. classic for look us. Look up here. Look up here. <laughs> 
All right, Court, Courtney, what do you got? over to you. When Brian told me I had to do five and I came up with 25, he goes, well, you can just do the Brad thing. Like, <laughs> you know, and that's, yeah, that's our little running joke. Yes, yeah. I know. He I lists listen. more movies than me most of the time. <laughs> right. I do. I do. When it comes to movies, I usually list more than you. When it comes to music, you are definitely... Uh, yeah. have have the longer of those lists well so when i looked at my list trying to narrow it down i'm like maybe i'll just do the ones i quote the most because like i just want to mention amy schumer's train wreck but i don't Ooh, quote I like from it but it's funny yeah it's oh good. yeah and bill hader's uh, in it so he's great yeah right but i would say my number five legally blonde my cousin emily and i oh, that's a good always one. look at each other and go what like it's hard <laughs> <laughs> um Shit. or and Brian and I always go, you go where? Right. <laughs> I go here. <laughs> um, um, Tommy Boy is on the top of my list. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, my family oh, and I always one. go, Very good one. you're going the wrong way. <laughs> uh, and those aren't pillows. We should right, yeah. say that. I did an incident with my brother like that. So yeah. that's funny. Still going through uh, I love Elf. Um, Austin Powers. So a lot of mine were like SNL people. Steve Martin. Like old school, all of me in from the eighties. Have you ever seen all of Actually, me? I don't think I've ever watched it all oh, the way through. Aren't you, Mister Steve Martin? Yeah, what? it's kind of a gap I have. Okay, <laughs> and My Blue Heaven, Father the Bride is hilarious. Um, a Mike Myers movie that I love and it's kind of a cult is So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh God, so many lines. You just that's another yeah. one that Kim loves. We just watched it a couple months ago. Uh, I ordered the large coffee. <laughs> right. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that movie has so many quotable lines yes, in it. Because that's got the whole, uh, we got a piper down, <laughs> you know, heed pants now. You know, I mean, there's so many great lines. I think we watched that with the Sorbsons. Yes, back in the I think we, we did, have. actually. Yeah. 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 And, on, you know, like on VHS, you know. Right, on VCR tape. Yep. <laughs> right. I love Wayne's World. Um, oh, good choice. I dressed up as Wayne's World, Wayne, and I had a Garth for Halloween one just recently. This year, um, yeah. I love Tom Hanks, Big Money Pit, an oh, yes. '80s. I mean, Brian and I quote Money Pit all the time. <laughs> Honey, we have weak trees. <laughs> like, <you'll... laughs> I can't. I don't think I've ever seen that actually. What? Oh man, that is a oh, beautiful. Long. Yes. I'm not a big Shelley Long fan, but she was great in that movie. It's very. It just funny. reminds me, my mom and I would watch these movies, and she quotes them still too. And, right, um, makes us laugh. There's a Martin Short one that pe- not a lot of people have seen. My mom just cracks up every time she thinks of Pure Luck, and Martin Short gets stung gets stung by a bee. And I can picture that. <laughs> he blows his <laughs> entire head. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then John Candy movies, Uncle Buck, The Great Outdoors, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. My cousin, I have fond memories of The Great Outdoors. My cousin Chris and I would always go na 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 from asking the guy how many times he got struck by lightning. Yeah. And then my mom would always be like, "Big Bear, chase me! Big Bear, chase me!" Um, and then when I had a hard time picking my movie, you guys all know I switched. But some like fond memories for me from slumber parties. We'd always watch Can't Buy Me Love and oh, say anything. Movie. So those That are... would have been a fun one to watch, too. Yeah, she Can't almost went Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah. You would have been okay with that? Oh, God, I would have loved I just watched it not long ago because I, I would listen to a podcast about it. And every time I do that, I got to go watch the movie if it's one I haven't seen in a while. 
I would have watched Say Anything, too. So you had good choices. Yeah, not bad. All right. Is that is that a wrap? I think we did it. I think we got it done. How Courtney, do you feel, your... Courtney? Are you happy with this? Can I do the peace? I'm out of here. <laughs> you got to wait till the end. Sweetie. Courtney, you, you have to you have to tell us what your favorite band in the history of the world is. Oh, Preacher Row. Oh, yes. you got it. That's but right. From Ty- My husband's from Russell. I just have to point out that's different than where you guys are from, which is yeah, Tyler. It's very, very different. Very, very different. If you're on this podcast, then uh, Preacher Row has got to be your favorite band. Because you did go to a concert. I love that you guys love. Oh, you like, went to one of them where Hummel was playing? I did. Yeah, she okay, was there when he had the pool. One pool of those, boy t-shirt. The All pool right, boy well, t-shirt. then you know. I do. All right. Here it is. Let's Let's play a little Preacher Row. Here we go. Take it away. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Say it. Peace them out of here. Yeah.